particularly for myself, who grew up in a home where I didn't see a healthy marriage. And so now I'm married. So how do I uh, display a healthy marriage when I never saw one? And so now I'm playing a role that I have no script for, and I really have to to go in with the Lord, to really learn, to get in His Word, to get in prayer, uh, to pray for uh, role models and uh, mentors to help show me what it looks like and, and what to model. So I think I think you have to be very intentional about that. Her needs, his needs. The stage play takes you on a journey of relational discovery. Sabrina and Craig's pursuit of marital perfection reveals the complex challenges of unmet needs, showing how restoration is possible even in the worst situations. The compelling and relevant production is a mirror and hope to all relationships. It's a must-see Friday, February 2nd, at the Orpheum Theater, Memphis. Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. Here on the Bot Radio Network, I'm Byron Tyler. And to talk about this blissful, true reality and comical stage production is my dear friend, Pastor Myron Timus of Innovation Church. Myron, God bless you, brother. Good to see you. Man, God bless you. Good to be seen and good to see you as well. We always talk about different things on this show. Yeah. I don't think we've talked about you producing a stage production at the Orpheum Theater. <laughs> so I'm excited. <laughs> Previously, You've hosted this show many times for me in my absence, which I'm always thankful for. You have brought some of the cast from this play, and I'm looking forward to diving in and discovering more about it as we talk about marriage and we talk about this particular play. Healthy families are a pivotal part to any society. Misunderstood roles in marriage by each partner, as designed by our Creator God, can be the asset that erodes that healthy family purpose to first glorify God, live in a covenant holy union between one man and one woman, and witness gospel truth to a broken society. I agree. It starts with with, with a healthy marriage, you know, um, and family is is pivotal in the kingdom of God. God is for marriage. God is for family. And um, I think this spot on. You know, I read just recently where a strong and healthy marriage relationship is built on the three C's, communication, compromise, and commitment. But may I suggest there's a fourth C, Christ. Amen. Amen. And if the marriage relationship doesn't include Christ and both partners are surrendered to him first, it's highly probable there will be a fifth C. The courtroom. Come on. I, li- I love that. Yeah. I'm going to steal that. Okay, yeah, gonna, yeah, I got that. Yeah. It's not just those outside of faith in Christ that are getting divorced. Church folks are getting divorced. Absolutely. At, at, at the same the same rate, if not more. And um, and I, I mean, I, I think, you know, it's, it's having that priority. You know, Christ being the head. If, if, if God is not number one in your life, uh, it's difficult to make your spouse uh, and give them their their what they what they're due yeah. to give them the love and the respect and the protection and the intentionality that that they deserve. And so I agree with with all of that. This communication commitment and Yeah. You know. Exactly. And of course it's Christ being the center. Absolutely. So what does it mean to cherish your spouse? How do you make steps toward that goal, especially if you haven't cherished one another in many years? I always say this that oftentimes with a lot of people, you end up playing a role that you have no script for. You know, particularly for myself, who grew up in a home where I didn't see a healthy marriage. And so now I'm married. So how do I um, display a healthy marriage when I never saw one? And so now I'm playing a role that I have no script for. And I really have to 
to go in with the Lord, to really learn, to get in his word, to get in prayer, um, to pray for uh, role models and uh, mentors to help show me what it looks like and, and what to model. So I think I think you have to be very intentional about that. Why is it that many feel, Myron, that getting married will provide them perfect happiness and conflict-free living, especially <laughs> since they're marrying their soulmate. Sometimes people think marriage will, couldn't, will complete them. A marriage doesn't complete you. Marriage complements you. Oh, I love that. Say that yeah. again. Ma- marriage doesn't complete you. Marriage complements you. And so in math, a half plus a half equals one. In marriage, a half person plus another half person equals a half marriage. Mm-hmm. One plus one equals one in marriage. Yes. And so you have to be whole within yourself and your spouse has to be whole within themselves. And then the one plus one equals one whole marriage. What's wrong with looking to our spouse thinking they're going to help complete me? Because if, if you're incomplete, no one else can complete you. Only God can complete you. And I think people try and look without to find happiness and completeness from drugs, alcohol, sexual uh, promiscuity, from different things. And maybe a spouse, that's a good thing, but it doesn't matter if that's a good thing to be married. It's not the thing. Only God completes us. Wow, I love that. Well, I know you teach a lot at Innovation Church on biblical view of marriage. First, how did this play, Her Needs, His Needs, develop into a stage production? Tell us something about the inception, finding the right actors to fill each role, and how the church from Frazier is performing on the historic Orpheum (laughs) Theater stage Friday night, February 2nd. Oh, man, it it, it was inspired by so many people struggling in marriage. So many people, you know, from what I just mentioned, particularly guys um, looking to play a role they have no script for. And how can we empower these guys and give them the tools that they need in order to be successful in marriage? And so uh, we do a lot of ministering through drama. And so we, we do a... We, we, we minister the gospel, we show the gospel, we put the gospel on video, we, we, we do it in drum. And so this is a way to really get something that's very impactful out on screen. And not only will it touch the men in the church and the women in the church, but it also touch people that don't attend church. Because people that's going to be at the orphan are some people who would never step a foot in church, or who's never stepped a foot, uh, up their, their feet in, in, in the church. And so, but this message is a universal message to everyone that's married. Right. You brought some of the cast members with you, and we want to kind of look into this, her needs, his needs. Yes. I like you put the woman first. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> okay, right. It's a very important thing, right? Absolutely. You brought several people, and our studio is limited in size, so we're going to kind of rotate in, but okay. tell us who's with us right now. So we have uh, Tiasha Tanise, and we also have Marquino Douglas, and these are the two main characters in the stage play. And they're part of our drama team at church, and uh, they do a phenomenal job. And so Thank you. we say, let's 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 take it to the big stage. So drama is a regular part of the ministry of Innovation Church? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Is that something you enjoy doing? Very much so. Tell I me believe that I was born to do this. Um, and being able to come to a church that actually allows me to utilize my gifts and talents that God has given to me is just like a big plus. So I get to minister through my gifts and my talents there. You know, I know that you have been on this show many times yourself. Many times. We talked about the ministry, but I didn't have any idea that you were an actor. I, I was going to say, Byron, so you've heard my story of how long I've been tied to Pastor Myron. And even as a kid, we did drama as a kid. So uh, when he when he told us about the play, you know, it, it, it was it was right on time. <laughs> so really, Myron, drama and production is a part of your heart to communicate the biblical worldview, the gospel message. Absolutely. 
Yes, mm-hmm. it, it's been a part of it. Um, and, and, and it's so impactful because, again, there's some people who, yeah, I, I'm not listening to the words. I'm, I'm, I want to see it depicted. I want to see it played out. And uh, we've been able to, to minister to thousands of people via drama. Well, we want to take a clip from Her Needs, His Needs. You guys are going to do it right here, right now. It's all yours. <sighs> Craig, have you checked with MLGNW to see if we can get an extension? Uh, nope, but I'm going to get on it. Okay. Have you communicated anything with Gossett about the car note? It's been the second month in a row that it's been late. Uh, No, Sabrina, but I got that too. Don't worry about it. Craig, I hate having to ask you something over and over again. Really? What's that supposed to mean? Nothing, man. I just don't understand why I have to tell you things over and over again. Well, first of all, you don't have to tell me stuff over and over again. And second of all, you're talking to me like I'm junior. I'm not your child. Well, if you didn't act like a child, I wouldn't have to talk to you like one. Sabrina, you act like I don't have to ask you things over and over again. (sighs) What do you have to ask me for over and over again, Craig? For sex, Sabrina. See, I got to ask you for sex over and over and over again. That's just all you ever think about. The problem is you never think about it. And honestly, you never think about my needs as a man. I didn't know I was marrying a nun. Craig. Went from being single and celibate by choice to married and celibate by force. Okay. Okay, Craig. I'm just saying, Sabrina, I got needs, not wants, but needs. Your needs? What about my needs? Like, you make me feel so insecure. I mean, when I have to think about the house, the kids, and everything else, it doesn't leave me room to think about sex, Craig. No, you don't have to think about this stuff alone. I'm here with you. But the problem is you do your own thing. I can't say anything to you because you got it. I can't help you with anything because you got it. You're so independent and you have a man here in this house with you and you still do everything by yourself. Well, I have to be independent because you don't help. No, I do help. You just don't listen to anything I suggest. And I'm starting to think that you don't want to be married because you act like you're not even my wife. Wow. (laughs) Her needs, his needs. Myron, my goodness, what a powerful part of this production. Coming to the Orpheum Theater Friday night, February 2nd, 7 p.m. We're going to talk about tickets in a little bit here. But the inception of this, the actual script, who came up with it? Um, I did. You did? I did. So you're the producer, writer, director? Yes. He's a beast, Byron. (laughs) He's a beast. I love it. So what did you think about, guys, when you first heard about the opportunity to have a part in this production? I was very grateful. I was filled with gratitude. Um, I can tell you that I said that I wasn't going to do any more plays um, 13 years ago. And when my pastor called, my spiritual leader called and said, hey, I would like for you to be in this play. You got a small role. You know, I think you'll be good for it. I was like, oh, my God, yes. (laughs) You know, so I'm just grateful to be a part of it. The message is dynamic. And what have you learned about marriage relationships, Kino, as a result of participating in this production? Well, I think uh, me being married now, uh, uh, you know, being young and married now, it, it gives me a better understanding of the scripts, of the different roles, the different characters, the different attitudes, the different messages that are going in the play. And so it, it actually helps me appreciate the message a lot more being a married man. What's wrong with your thoughts in that little scenario we just did there? You're telling your wife here what she's doing wrong. Have you discovered what you're doing wrong? 
Well, the only thing I'm doing wrong, Byron, is being a kingdom man to my wife. <laughs> oh my god! So I'm not doing anything wrong. <laughs> no. I'm just asking that the needs that I give that I meet for her, I'm hoping that she reciprocate that for me, and that's not happening in the household. Okay, so are there ways that you can maybe improve that relationship to help her to understand more of your needs, being maybe a little more sympathetic to some of the things she's going through, or maybe some of the things she's carried into the relationship that never was uncovered? Yeah, it's Craig. funny that you actually say that because in the play there. There are some things that are going to come out that's going to help me understand why she is the way she is. Hey, we're not going to give that away. <laughs> I'm not giving it away, no, Byron. I'm not going to give it away. Well, Myron, you brought some other cast members here, too. So why don't we kind of make a little set change here okay. and bring some more in and continue the conversation. The play addresses the complex challenges of unmet needs. How do couples best overcome these challenges and better understand the needs of their spouse. It's it's listening uh, to to understand, not listening to to just hear, but listening to understand. And um, and I think you know once they listen to the needs of their spouse, because you know, Byron, you, you can seek first to be understood, and then understand. But when you seek first to understand. You know, then you can be understood. And so it's about teaching the couples that, hey, let, let me understand my spouse first. And then once I understand my spouse, then I can communicate my needs okay. and, they, and, and, and maybe they'll understand me. Okay. But I think what happens in marriage is I'm not getting my needs met. This is what I need. You're not doing this. You're not doing it. And I'm pointing the finger at you, you know, and, and she's pointing the finger at me. And it's <laughs> and, and nobody, no one's hearing anyone. But when it's, hey, let me hear you. And let me shake and nod my head and, and let you know I'll not only hear you, I feel you, I understand you, I get it, and I'm going to do something about it. That's a good word there, Pastor. Okay, so tell us who's in with us now. This is Taquita Williams. She's the assistant director. And this is Reggie Henderson. He's one of the cast members. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> hey, how you doing? So are you excited about her needs, his needs? I am beyond excited for the opportunity just to be on stage and to just, just to have a good time. Have a good time with the cast members, and also to just display a, a awesome message to the to the people that's going to watch it. It's it's going to change lives. It's going to change marriages. It's going to uh, help them realize that hey, I, I can see myself in one of the cast members that's on stage, and it's going to better me for the uh, for the for the glory of God. Tell us about your role. Uh, I play James. Uh, I am a nerd, and I love my wife very much. That's, that's, <laughs> that is it. I, I I love my wife. I'm I don't know. What's going on around me? I just know that I love my wife. That's it. So you're pretty nerdy. Yes, sir. I am. I have a high IQ. <laughs> and you have the role of being the production assistant? Yes, assistant director. Assistant director. Yes. So what does all that involve? Well, I am working behind the scenes. Um, I am very excited about helping Pastor Myron's vision come to life on this stage. Um, so I'm Working with the cast, with the production crew, um, with the ticket sales, with everything. And it's been a blessing seeing God move. What has been one of the more funny things to happen during rehearsal time when you guys get together? Um, I think when everyone is just laughing at one particular line. So we have several lines that everybody laughs at. Can you give me an example? Um... It's actually James' line. Okay, James. What did you say? Let's go. go. Baby, 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 when did you start, start selling pizza? pizza? <laughs> and everybody, everybody laughs at that part, and it's just uh, funny. Um, it is very funny. It is. Hilarious. 
So did you have any part in the script writing itself, or was that all Pastor Myron? Uh, small parts, but mainly all Pastor Myron. Kind of fine-tuned a little bit, maybe. She did a lot of she did a lot of the fine-tuning and a lot of the all of it is very important, but with, she did great with transitions to ensure that we transition and yeah. and just a phenomenal job. Those are areas it's like I want to get to the meat of it. Yes. And so some of the things that got us to the meat, she she did an amazing job. And you need that because you want to carry your audience Absolutely. through the whole time. So how did you guys land the Orpheum Theater? I can't imagine what would it cost to have the Orpheum on a Friday night. Yeah, we, we uh, actually did the play at the Hollering Theater, um, the sister or the daughter organization to the Orpheum, um, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. And we sold out there. And people were really uh, elated about it, and we really believe in this production. And so we said, "Hey, listen, let's let's go to the Orpheum and see um, if if what it costs, what it entails, and see if we, it can happen there yeah. on the big stage." Because we believe in this message, we believe that the world needs to see it. James, why do you think it's important that the church take its biblical worldview message outside the walls of the church building into venues like the Orpheum Theater? Mm-hmm. Um, it's very important um, because it shows that. Um, Christ is the center of everything, and uh, we can't we can't do it alone. And a lot of people are struggling in their marriages, yeah. and it's important to show that hey, even though I'm struggling, uh, I'm not by myself, yeah. and we can get through it with Christ and also uh, accountability and relationships as well. I was there the first Sunday the Innovation Church started. Mm, yeah. I was there with you guys when y'all started the first church. And I'm just thinking about what God has done, man. I mean, what he's done in your life, yeah. the miracle of transformation and how he's put you and Tori, your dear wife, Tori. And I know she's had to play a part in this too, right? Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Very instrumental. Very instrumental in in, in the material, in the <laughs> in the graphics, in the VIP, and just, just you know, she's she, she she's the glue. I say she's the secret sauce, man, yeah. behind what what we do. But he's done so much, brother. God, yeah. he's God is so good. Yeah, and the yeah. lives that you have seen change through the ministry yeah. of Innovation Church. Yeah, you know, and this is just one aspect here, but this is so beautiful yeah. to see the gospel come to life in His people and to communicate that message to our city, which we need so desperately to hear yeah. the love and grace of Jesus Christ, and really how He is the factor of restoring these broken, <laughs> messed up marriages. You've seen it happen, right? yeah. haven't you? Absolutely, big time, man. You know, and and just even in this in this um, play, you know, allowing people to see that there's hope, regardless of what you've been through, regardless of where you are. Mm-hmm. There's hope. You're not alone. Yeah. You're not alone in this hope. And so, yes, it's a blessing, man. You know, that's part of just even the vision. You know, we we communicated. We're not just going to be behind the four the four walls, and just to be able to go into the Orpheum and take the gospel and take this message. To the world. Yeah. It's, it's powerful. And so we need folks to get tickets, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. we want to go ahead and get that message out now. And so how can you get tickets? You can go to uh, her knees, his knees, stageplay.com, or you can go to Ticketmaster and get tickets. We also still have some some sponsorship spots available for those who, who want to sponsor. This is a great investment. Um, her knees, his knees. Businesses. Businesses. Know, even yes. churches, ministries. Yes. Could be a great opportunity. Absolutely. We need well, businesses and churches and people that really want to invest in marriages to get on. Would they board. just call the church directly? Or how would they do that? Call you? Yeah. Well, what, what what information? Yes, they can go online to inthehouse.live 
and you will find the link for the sponsorships. Fantastic. And I, I do want to mention that it's not just for married couples. I was going to ask you that so, question. Yes, I'm single and I'm the assistant directing a play that is about marriage, but it's it's for everyone, no matter the relational space you're in, single, divorced, separated, married, um, kind of in between, don't yes. know, it's for you. Really, the marriage model is a picture of Christ in the church, right, Pastor? Yes, sir. Yes, yes big time. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Are there plans to do a sequel to Her Needs, His Needs, or plans to produce other productions based on these biblical worldviews? Absolutely. It's, it's, it's plans to do other productions. Um, um, we, we're, we're actually in the process of, of, of talking and dialoguing just about the next production. But we, we, we're heavily involved with um, just with what's going on in, in the lives of individuals. But our heartbeat is marriage and family. Yeah. You know, so we really want to minister to people. What about families bringing children, couples bringing children? Or is this more designed for an adult audience? No, children as well. Are you ch- okay. Children as well. They're, they're, they're very much welcome, you okay. know, um, particularly middle school age and high school age children. Yeah, yeah definitely. Good you know, age. But I think it's, 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 it's appropriate for, for all children. How would you say our listeners could pray for you guys during these next couple of weeks and getting up to the opening night for Her Needs, His Needs at the Orpheum? Pray that God brings in who needs to be there, that he packs it out, 2,308 people, yes. yeah. and that that people would sponsor, and um, and God would move in an amazing way, and lives would, would be changed, and marriages would be healed. Yeah. We need that so desperately yeah. in our city, and to see the, the wave of that change could just sweep across this nation. Yes. Right, have you taken this production outside the city, other cities. We haven't at, 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 um, as of yet. People have been asking us, you know, can you come here? Can you come here? Can you come there? You know, and so we'll see what happens after after February the 2nd. Okay. Was the storyline hard for you to write? It was not. This is what we see all the time. The struggles of marriage, the struggles of the challenges of relationships. And so we just communicated on stage what people have communicated all the time and yes. the struggles and the strains of marriage. Right. And so it wasn't difficult. I know you said that you are single, but very involved as obviously the assistant director of this production. <laughs> what have you learned about marriage relationships under Pastor Myron's leadership and innovation? Oh, my goodness. That is a great question. I've learned that marriage is a work, that you have to do the work to stay married. Um, a lot of people just want to be married, want the wedding um, and get into it and don't understand that it's work. It's just like every other relationship that you have to work. Like my relationship right now as a single with God, I have to do the work. I have to read. I have to pray. I have to fast. I have to be celibate. Um, And then when I get in marriage, I have to do the same thing with my spouse. I have to submit. I have to be intimate. I have to, you know, do those things that my spouse needs. Gosh, that is such a good word there. And I love that coming from a single young lady and sees that because, again, so many relationships, they go into these marriages not having that pastor. They don't get that information from the pulpit. 
That's right. And so uh, our tagline is real, relevant, and relational. So we want to preach a real gospel that's relevant, and we want to make sure that we're relational in the process. Yeah, and that's what's happening at Innovation Church. I love it. Praise God for <laughs> the ministry and for her needs and his needs. A Broadway-style production at the Orpheum <laughs> Theater. Yes. Friday night, February 2nd. Friends, you've got to get your tickets, so let's give our listeners that information one more time now. How do we get tickets? Her needs, his needs, stageplay.com. And you can also sponsor there as well. Or you can go to Ticketmaster.com and search her needs, his needs. And get the tickets. Yes. I know I know y'all are excited. I want everybody to come back in the room for a second and kind of stand around. Everybody's excited, oh, yes. right? Excited. Yes. Yeah, excited. all right. That is an understatement. <laughs> understatement. Excited. Well, we're so thankful to have the cast here from Innovation Church. Again, her needs, his needs. At the Orpheum Theater, Friday night, February 2nd, 7 p.m. Now's the time, friend, to get those tickets because, as Pastor Myron has said, the last time this production was done at the Halloran Center, it sold out. There are more seats, but we're just trusting God to sell this one out, too. So please get those tickets. You got maybe one little snippet you can do, a short maybe 30 seconds you can do from the play? How about James in your role? You got something you can say? Hello, my name is James. Well, my wife was so adamant about us coming today that I decided to come. And you know what they say, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> yeah, baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I love you guys. Thank you so much for sharing. And I'm looking forward to more productions from Innovation yes. Ministry. It's always a pleasure, Myron, to have you on. Would you pray? Yeah. Pray for the production and for our time here. All right. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. We give you glory and we give you honor. We thank you for the opportunity that you've given us to be used by you to bless the lives of your people. God, we pray, God, for the production. We pray, God, that it that we minister to uh, a sellout crowd, God, and that marriages are revived, that uh, relationships are restored, that people are healed. God, give us favor. Do it for your glory. We'll ever praise you and give you honor. Thank you for Byron Tyler, God, Lord, just for his heart, God, and, and for allowing us, God, to share with the masses, God. Use him, bless him in a mighty way for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Hey, break a leg, right? Not really, but... <laughs> all right. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. Here on the Bot Radio Network, I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. If you would like to listen to today's show again, go to BotRadioNetwork.com and look for Mid-South Viewpoint under the broadcast tab. The show is also available on your favorite podcast platforms. Some shows have video of the interviews as well and can be viewed at Byron Tyler Radio on YouTube or on our Bot Radio Network mobile app.